Well, here we are again at the kitchen table. You're here with Arctic Eric, and this is Fika with Arctic Eric. You're so welcome to join me here today at the kitchen table for part four of Faith in Christ Always. I have to admit, I have certainly been enjoying our time together with this discussion. There's nothing that brings me more joy than time with you and the Word of God, Scripture, the Bible. My, 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 as I've shared before, I uh, met Christ at home alone, listening to the Bible uh, on an, as an audio book, and discovered that God loves me, and it totally transformed my life. It was truly from one world to another, from darkness into light. Oh, the power of the gospel, the power of Scripture, the power of the Word of God, when the Holy Spirit illuminates it or brings it to life or causes us to see and understand and believe that which is written. I want to uh, again read Romans 10:17, a verse that I've been mentioning here uh, on this broadcast about faith in Christ always, that faith comes. We're not without hope. Faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. That's right. Faith comes from hearing what is told and what is heard comes by the message concerning the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the Word, the Word made flesh, and uh, although he is not the Bible, the Bible is certainly a tool given to us by God to reveal to us the mighty wonders of the Lord Jesus Christ and to know the Father, not just as the Creator, but to know God as our spiritual Father through the new birth. Okay, this is part four. We're going to continue here looking at faith and believe. And as I have mentioned before, when we hear that word believe or have faith, we can think about it's, first of all, not faith in our faith, but in God, in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we adhere to, we trust in, we rely on, and we have faith in God, in his Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Biblical faith has an object. And Jesus Christ is the object of our faith. And Scripture wants to reveal to us continually the wonders of the Lord Jesus Christ, what he has done, what he wants to do in the future, and what he desires to do today as he dwells in us through the person of the Holy Spirit. Let's look at two words here to start with, by faith. Galatians 3.22 says, But the Scripture has confined all under sin, that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. The Word of God makes it clear that all have sinned. All fall short of the mark. All have sinned. And that's something that each of us have to deal with at some point. We have to acknowledge that God tells the truth. All have sinned, therefore I am a sinner in need of salvation, of a Savior, of being saved. Scripture confirms this, that all not only have sinned, but are under sin, are held sway 
by the evil one. But that there is a promise, and that promise is by faith in Jesus Christ, that it might be given. Now look, you don't earn it. The promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to all who believe. That's right. We believe and we receive by faith based upon Scripture through God's enabling grace what he says as he reveals Jesus Christ is Lord, the Lamb who takes away the sin of the world, and that includes our sin. You know, many are confined under sin, and Jesus came to break the bondage, to break the bindings, to loose captivity, and set it free. Continuing here as we look at those two words, by faith in Romans 1.17, For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Okay, we place our faith in Jesus Christ. We become born again. And then God desires that we walk the same way we receive him. We receive him by grace through faith so that we, the justified ones, justified by faith in Jesus Christ, that we live that way. Let's continue to look at it. In Galatians we read, It is now evident that no person is justified, declared righteous, and brought into proper standing or right standing with God through the law. For the scripture says, The man in right standing with God, the just, the righteous, shall live by and out of faith. And he through and by faith is declared righteous and in right standing with God shall live. Oh, we need to remember that. From the beginning through the end of our relationship with God through faith in Jesus Christ, we are not justified or declared righteous or brought into a right relationship with God through the law through keeping of the law. Yes, God desires to empower us and enable us to be able to keep the law because he lives in us as we capitulated and have accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior. That's how the law is fulfilled. It was fulfilled in Christ, and he fulfills it in and through us in terms of giving us the ability to not only obey the law, but to love the law. Because God, through the indwelling person of the Holy Spirit, that spirit who has power, resurrection power, the same power that raised Christ from the dead power, he lives in us so that we can obey the law. Because we are right with God, not to be right with God. So by grace we can live by and out of faith. And we'll walk continually in that right standing that is ours by faith. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38, we read, The just shall live by faith. 
my righteous servant, that's us, we are righteous. The moment we believe in our heart, we became right with God. And the first fruit of being right with God and believing and having that relationship is we confess Jesus as Lord. The righteous servant shall live by his conviction, respecting man's relationship to God and divine things. A holy fervor born of faith and co-joined with it. And if he draws back and shrinks in fear, my soul has no delight or pleasure in him. So we want to live and continue to live as a justified one by faith. In Galatians 2.20 we read, Paul is writing, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Yes, we have been crucified with Christ. If we want to accept that reality and live in the freedom that it provides, but then that means it's no longer me, it's no longer you, but it's Christ in you. It's Christ in me. He is our hope, the hope of our salvation. And the life that we now live in this earthen temple, we live by faith in the Son of God. Now listen what Paul says. The Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. God desires that we have an ever-increasing understanding of the depth of the love that he has for you and he has for me. His love is so great that he gave himself, Jesus Christ, for you. Christ gave his life for you. He died as the lamb to take away your sin and to set you free from the power of the enemy and the binding of the flesh so that you could walk in newness of life. In Romans 5, 1 and 2, particularly special verses to me, it says in verse 1, Therefore, having been justified by peace, that's past tense, you believe, so you have been justified by faith, you have peace with God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. We don't just stand at the door and uh, open and close it by faith. No, we go in. We have access by faith into what? Into an entire new realm of God's grace. And grace for the believer, that's for you and me, is God's ability God's strength and God's power to work and to do and to complete everything he begins. So this is the grace in which we stand. And as we're standing, we're rejoicing in the hope of the glory of the Lord, that he will be glorified in and through our lives through the person of Jesus Christ who lives in us to glorify God. It's marvelous. In Galatians 3.24, we read, Therefore the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. Yes, the law has a purpose, absolutely, to convict us and to convince us of our need as sinners to cry out 
for a Savior, that we might be justified, not by trying to keep the law that convicts us, but to cry out to the lawgiver and say, Oh, Jesus, 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 forgive me, justify me by faith. I trust in you alone for eternity. And in 1 Peter 1, 3-5, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled that does not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are being kept by the power of God through faith for salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Through faith, God is accomplishing things. God is at work. So we can say, blessed be the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, who has been merciful to you and merciful to me. He's been merciful by not giving us what the penalty of sin requires, but instead being gracious to us and forgiving us our sin as we cry out to his son, Jesus Christ. And we've been giving a living hope. This hope comes because Jesus has, in fact, been raised from the dead. If we believe in our heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, if we believe that, at that moment, we become right with God. That's what Scripture says. And then we declare that he is our Lord. And we have an inheritance. What is that? We become children of the Most High God. Yes, God is the creator of everything. We know that created by, through, for, and to Jesus. He's the creator but he desires to be your and my recreator and the recreator of all of his creation, all of those who are created in his image and likeness. He wants all to repent and be saved by calling upon the Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't it marvelous? There is a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. And God wants to reveal to us moment by moment that he alone, through faith in his son, Jesus Christ, will perform those promises. And that's why he wants us in Scripture, so that the Spirit can reveal to us the promises of God that are in Christ Jesus for you and for me. God's thoughts for you and God's plans for you, they are nothing but good. Yes, hard times come, and testings come, and trials come, and he is faithful in the midst of all of it to carry us through the valley of the shadow of death. We're not going to camp out there. No, no, no. We're going to go all the way with Jesus. Oh, gosh, thank you again for being here with me. Part four, faith in Christ always. Thanks for being here with me at the kitchen table. It's a joy. I was looking at my notes today, and it looks like there's going to be several more parts as we look at faith in Jesus Christ. God bless you today. God strengthen you today. God fill you with hope today, that eternal hope that is found in the richness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Good day.